Welcome to Color Me Dead. This is a true crime podcast, and we talk about murder and fuckery most foul in detail while using the darkest of humor. If you don't like words like fuck and cunt, then you probably shouldn't listen. But if you do, then join us while we fuck your feelings. So then, welcome back, everybody. We're on episode... Sexty-seven. Sexty. Sexty-seven. Sexty-seven. Two, sorry, but two episodes away from 69. Oh, God. The calls are going to start happening soon. We really need to do, like, the Bill and Ted. Okay, if you're me and I'm you, then what number are you thinking of? (laughs) 69, dude! (laughs) Yes. Yes. So this is part three of... Paul Bernardo and Carl Homolka, the Ken and Barbie killers. The douchebags. The, the douchebag. The bags of douchery. So before we start the episode, though, we want to remind of our meet and greets. Yeesh, because we're going to be meeting at Legends in downtown Salt Lake. It's 677 South, 200 West, Salt Lake City. Oh, downtown. 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 So, if you guys want to meet with us, we're going to be doing that August 3rd. So, anybody that can uh, make it, it's free to attend. We're doing it from 6... I couldn't remember what time it was starting either, so I'm like, I'm just staring at you to, no, to wait for it to come seven to my mind. until whenever we decide to fucking stop going, because really, right. there's food, there's drinks, there's and every good atmosphere. Yeah, everybody's just going to cover their own tab type yeah. deal so and there is an event on facebook if you guys want to rsvp so we can get a big enough space if you're not on facebook or you're not privy to the group which you should fucking be in go to color me dead podcast at gmail.com and let us know and thanks to katie moore for putting it all together we didn't have to do anything we base we just are showing up hey i feel like party's here uh, hey i feel like such a celebrity <laughs> i know me <laughs> <laughs> They'll be like, why did we come out to meet these fucksticks? I know. <laughs> what Sorry. the hell is wrong with these girls? They should know what they're getting into by now, though. That, too. And if you're going to be in New Orleans... Next weekend. Yeesh! From August 9th... Night? Night. The 9th to the 13th of the... the Holy those shit. Days. From August 9th till the 13th, we're going to be in New Orleans. And we're going to be posting updates and tweeting and letting you guys know where we are um we don't really have a a, a, apparently i don't have control of fucking motor muscle in my mouth but we don't have a plan as of yet because potter and love was canceled so let us know we're staying at the intercontinental hotel Ooh. Ooh, i sent it I said it. um if you guys want to come fucking hang out we're gonna go like taste some wine and some bourbons and go get our cards read and play with some crocodiles and maybe voodoo some shit right yeah if you're there and you're on our facebook group maybe let us know so we can try to get something together get some plans going down because we don't really have any right now that's true that's true that's true if you'd like to donate to our patreon go to patreon.com slash color me slash 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 color me dead podcast or colormedeadpodcast.com and click donate. You have three different ways to donate. We want to give a big shout out to our examinators, which is our highest level of Patreon, Samantha Vaughn, Clinton Toon, and Sharon Hoffman. 
And a big thanks to Glenn Weber, our buddy from Canada. 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 No. That's like when everybody says Canuck, and I yes. always thought that was like such a derogatory term, and apparently it's not. Oh, yeah, Canuck. I remember that. Oh, my what God. What was that? Please. We had the... We um, had the conversation. Yeah. And somebody was like, no, no it's, it's like it's this. It's like our fucking hockey team or some shit. That was Yeah, like, the Canucks. Oh, the Canucks. Yeah. And I'm like, oh. So, thank you, Glenn, for all of your help on this episode. So, in the first two episodes, we covered Paul's 11 known rates. And there's... Well, there was said to be more like... 13 or more like they just don't really have no they just it's like a fucking gumball machine they just keep on fucking coming right and so we covered dirty yeah Yeah, that there is the word coming sorry Uh, and he well the murders that he and carla committed to refresh your memory the first murder was december of uh 1991 on the 23rd just a day before fucking christmas eve yeah And it was Carla's fucking sister, Tammy, who was 15 at the time. And Carla was like, Merry Christmas. Here's her virginity. And the poor kid fucking choked on her own vomit and fucking died because she'd been drugged so heavily. Can we? I I know we've visited this plenty of times, but we're doing it again. Why the fuck would you give somebody your sister's virginity for her for his Christmas present? Because I mean, he's mentally fucking unstable. And then lick your sister's period blood. Like, come on, people. Okay, you had to take it that fucking far? Uh, they did. Uh, I mean, I didn't. They did. You, I mean, but you said it out loud. I know, because I can't get over it. Like, gross. I could see. Fucking gross, gross, gross. Fucking no, no, uh, no. Like, I feel like that, <sighs> that, that fucking no bear. Yeah. No. You smack it on the nose. When I first like heard about it, and it said he offered his her, she offered her sister's virginity. I'm like, okay, this is fucked up, but whatever. But then when we read that she's like licking her period blood, no, you have, what you're the? licking your sister's menstruation off of your yeah, dude. And apparently she did a bunch more. Like, it was a full... Like, she was all in on her sister. Her Mm 15-year-old sister. 15. (sighs) No. No, Bear. We should slap that one. No, Bear. Yeah. Don't don't rub her nose in it, because it's clearly what she wants. (laughs) 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 Sorry. Sorry. I like to go too far. And then, you know, six months later, after this murder, they got married, and... That's the night that, you know, Prince Charming fucking told his bride, I'm the Scarborough fucking rapist. Yeah. Not racist. Not racist. He's just the ra- And that I don't know, he ruined what was supposed to be the best night of their lives. Have you- okay, if you haven't watched a documentary about them, when they're getting hauled off on their horse-drawn carriage, she's waving like, like, queen like. Elbow, yeah. wrist, wrist. Pearls touch your. <laughs> Do you touch not know the pearls? One? Wipe your eye. Flip Change your curls. Oh yeah, flip your curls to the other side. Yes. Um. Yeah, and it was like, thank you for being here today. From the Princess oh Diaries, right? That oh was yes, from, thank right? you for being here today. That's how she's waving. No pearls, pearls, 
No, it's elbow, elbow, wrist, wrist, pearls, curls, wipe your tears. Like, <laughs> what the fuck are you doing? No, it, oh, like, Jesus. the whole thing just looked fake. And because it was, it was, you know, that they weren't happy. If they're doing shit like this, it's not like a healthy, happy relationship. I'm sorry. So- sorry. sorry. <laughs> oh, I learned a new Canadian word. What was it? A boat. Oh. <laughs> Julian, I don't know what the. <laughs> Oh, what no. is this about? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'll tell you why in a minute, but uh, a boat. Oh, fuck. Paul says a boat really well. Like, a I boat. couldn't stop. Like, I had to rewind and listen to what he was saying again because I couldn't focus. Jesus Christ. So, the second was a 14-year-old, and that was Leslie Mahaffey, and that one happened in 1991, and that was on June 15th. She was the one that was locked out of her house, and he abducted her and absconded with her from her fucking backyard and brought her home to Carla as the finger quote playmate yeah i I brought you a playmate yep and she's the one that they cut up on the circular saw and put her in concrete blocks and then fucking dumped her in the river in the river where she was found by the fishers the fishers like they found her torso and was poking it with the fishing pole. i know no all right Make so, it stop. the third was Kristen French, and she was in 1992, and that was April 16th. Not April 26th. What did I say? You said the 16th, but I keep getting that song in my head. April 26th, 1992. Okay. There was no a on the streets. Tell me, where were you? <laughs> if we're going to do any more Sublime, we're going to do like some different shit. I smoked two joints before I smoked two joints, and then I smoked two, <laughs> two more. <laughs> um, Annie is 12 years old, and two more she'll be a whore. Nobody ever told her it's, it's the wrong, wrong way. way. Oh, man. I could go all day. I'm oh, here all shit. day. I'm here all day. All right. Stop it. So, sorry. sorry. I'm sorry about that. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry about that. <laughs> I'm Canadian. So, now. the third one was 15-year-old Kristen French on April 16, 1992. They took her from in front of the school, and they raped and tortured her for three days, and then they murdered her on... E- Dude, look at your fucking editing. Eater Sunday. Eater? Eater. What did I say? E-A-D-T-E-R. Eater Sunday. Wow. So they murdered her on Easter Sunday. I can't type or talk. And that's the one where Carla was like, hey, we're supposed to go to my family's house for Easter Sunday. Like, you need to get your shit together, blah, 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 because we can't just leave her down there all willy fucking nilly. So we either need to, like, fuck it, feed it, or kill it. And they killed it. And they killed it. So Homoka testified at her trial. That Bernardo had actually strangled French for exactly seven minutes. Exactly. Exactly. Seven. Was she timing it? That would be a weird fucking thing, but I would not put that past like, them. Oh, I thought this would go faster, but like, dude, strangling five minutes. Is, strangling people is not if they're younger and they don't have the developed, yeah, body. Because I asked about this. I asked a fucking professional. But about it, about uh, I did ask about it. Sorry, sorry. So anyway, exactly seven minutes, and then she watched it all. Yeah. So you watch somebody kick, piss, and shit the life out of them, and gasp with fucking fear in their eyes. You watched it because you're a disgusting human. Why being. wouldn't you? 
Yeah. Well, fuck, because that's something I want to watch. Bernardo said Homolka beat her with a rubber mallet because she had tried to escape and that French ended up being strangled on a noose tied around her neck, secured to a hope chest. What the fuck, man? Like, so was was he not physically doing it, or was it that it was just his backup? Either I, way, I'm not sure. Like, gross. There's fuck a fucking you, hope man. chest. Six, like, literally, literally. I can't, I can't fucking mouth right now. There's a hope chest of fucking cedar one that my husband made, literally sitting next to my side of the fucking bed. And I bet that's kind of what it is, because those are heavy motherfuckers. They are. Like, those I don't are stout. A bitch on my own. Mm-mm. Um, but here's the kicker. This bitch went and fixed her fucking hair right after. So they kill this fucking little girl. They fucking strangle her to death. She watches. And then she's like, oh, my fucking floof has gone flat. No, she went to fix her fucking hair. We've just been through some, you know, extreme strangling. I need to fix my hair before we go I'm to g- Easter I'm dinner. G- I'm going to go and retease my fucking gigantic things. <laughs> It's all I fucking see is like one of those fucking cockatoos, right? That, like throw their hood up when they're excited. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's Yeesh. her. Yeesh so that. French's nude body was found in a ditch on April thirtieth, thirtieth uh, of nineteen ninety two, in Burlington. She had been washed and her hair had been cut off. It was cut so she couldn't be identified so easily. Like you know, bitch, bitches. They thought that. Um, it was part of the torture, I think, if I remember what I read right. They said that they thought that at first that she had cut it as part of their torture or to keep it for like a trophy. But it was really well, they usually, just... They usually do keep trophies. Yeah, in this case it was so they wouldn't identify her as fast. Well, they ended up getting caught because December 27th, so we're two days past Christmas on 1992, Paul beat the shit out of Carla and she spilled her guts. That's when he fucking took the... Yeah, the flashlight, flashlight to her yeah, face. Yeah, and she will post pictures of that. Oh, God. If you guys haven't already Googled them, it's pretty fucking insane. Carla ended up only serving 12 years for manslaughter, and she was released on July 4th of 2005. Where she relocated to the Guadalupe Islands with her uh, new husband. That she fucking magically acquired. I don't know. Because it's her lawyer, her attorney's brother. Uh, yeah. And I think, yeah, la- last week when we talked about it, we only talked about her first kid, but they ended up having three kids. Oh, Jesus Christ on a cross. Mm-hmm. So, where we left, Paul got life in prison, and now we're going to s- start discussing, like, the fun legal stuff, and some of the more fuckery most foul. Yeah, we have a special little tidbit for everybody that's going to make you all fucking yak. Uh, oh yeah um june 25th of 2008 a man by the name of anthony hanamere convicted a in connection with with an attack more than 20 years previous is acquitted by ontario supreme court because bernardo admitted to these attacks in 2006 that he carried them out at a knife point at knife point so it was some rapes that had happened that they got somebody else on, and then Bernardo came in and was like, hey, wait, it was me, I did this. We're going to listen to a clip right now of him talking to the police um, about his other confessions. So he had made the confessions of the two, and now he's asking them about 
um, the other ones because apparently he admitted to more. Does that make sense? What about ones that you thought that I came forward with and maybe thought that I didn't do it? Was there any of those? Um, there was none that I thought that you didn't do. There was some that I didn't have enough information to either identify the offense because uh, you were unable to provide enough details at that time or um, they may not have ever been reported to the police. And then the next clip is him talking to the police still and he was asking them like why do you why do you all think i lied you keep saying that i lied on this and lied on that and here's a clip of that you know i i just i just I, i'm not going to sit here and you know come voluntarily and have people come hey, you guys ban me from the press you, you roll your stories over and you constantly say that i'm a liar i'm a liar i made mistakes 17 years ago said okay fine i did but but now we're talking about today and you're not going to roll forward that i'm some psychopathic liar sitting in jail claiming other people's responsibilities for other crimes during that whole interview with the police he was going on and off about on and on not on and off on and on about how <laughs> Um, Carla needed to be convicted and how she needed to take a polygraph, but we'll get into some more of that here in a little bit. On June 16th of 2010, Public Safety Minister Vic Toes said an agreement has been reached between all federal parties to pass a bill that would prevent offenders like Carla Homolka from applying for a pardon. Uh, Homolka would be eligible to seek pardon for her crimes in the summer of 2010, offenders convicted first or second degree murder or with, oh God, with intermediate sentences cannot apply for a pardon due to the fact that their sentences are for life. But Homoka was convicted of manslaughter and received less than maximum life sentence, making her eligible. If she was successful, her criminal record would not be erased, but it would be covered up in background checks, except for those required for working with children or other vulnerable persons. Are you fucking with me right now? Other vulnerable people. So they're going to cover her up in a background check that she fucking killed three people. They're going to cover it up. It's still there, but they're going to cover it up for background checks unless she wanted to work for uh, school. In 2013, attempting to capitalize on the closure of the 178-year-old Kingston Penitentiary, Bernardo applies to have his status reduced to medium security, which would allow him to be transferred to the Bath Institution. It has been described as lakeside condo style housing. Yeah, that's where you deserve to be after what the fuck oh, you fucking, did. You oh, fucking club, club Ew. fed. Ew. Yeah. Where inmates carry their own keys. What? Yeah. Uh, no. 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 Oh, no. I'm, oh, oh, no. I'm sorry. Sorry about <laughs> sorry that. You're, about you're, that. You're, no, you don't get your own key. Hey. <laughs> it's more of an independent living facility where he would have his own kitchen, his own living room, and live a much cushier life compared to his current 23-hour-a-day lockup. Because he deserves any of that? <sighs> Sadly, his request was denied, and he was transferred to another maximum security prison in the <laughs> Millhaven <laughs> Institution. Mary. He remains segregated from other inmates for his safety, which we all know that I don't agree with that, but what what the fuck ever. At least he didn't get his own kitchen. What the fuck would he do with his own kitchen? Uh, rape people. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> okay, that's not fucking funny. Why are we well, laughing? Because that's, that's what he does. Jesus Christ. Jesus. Fucking fear gas, you fucking minge fucking duster. We're going to go into the tapes. Attorney Ken Murray would secretly keep the videos in his possession for 17 months. Now, these were the videos that they took of, uh, like, the Ken and Barbie. So, Homolka and Bernardo would videotape their fucking whatever the fuck you want to call those rendezvous or fucking escapades or yeah rapes we'll just call them what they are fucking rapes yeah so he kept him in his possession for 17 months because he planned to use them to discredit homolka when she took the stand against bernardo however it ended up like being inadmissible yeah, and we talked about that in the last episode. So Ish. now we're just going into more detail of what was actually in them. So we're jumping back a little bit. Uh, yeah. So, I mean, it, the, basically they were suppressing crucial evidence and causing criminal and professional, char- like, um, charging, like criminal and professional charges against him. Mm-hmm. But they couldn't even use them. Well, so, but then he also planned to use them as a bargaining chip in a plea negotiation after bernardo's uh preliminary preliminary yep fucking there it goes the fucking my tongue's doing the fucking mango the mango ma- the mango tango. your mouth is betraying you fucking mango tango go tongue go <laughs> fuck i don't know Yeesh. so anyway the preliminary hearing at trial to use and or like to demonstrate that Bernardo was not the one who killed Leslie Mahaffey or French, but it was Homolka, totally thrown off the table. Mm-hmm. Bye bye. That's so fucked. That right? whole situation is fucked. Well, that was Bernardo's defense from the the outset. So he intended to use non-critical tapes to show that Carla was not the battered wife that she claimed to be. Mm-hmm. And that she was the one who coerced Bernardo into sexual crimes. So, which way are we going? We don't know. We don't know. But that she was also a willing participant in gross sexual conduct. Yeah, so his attorneys want to show her part. By the time they actually looked at those fucking tapes, dude, you have to know that your client is a fucking creep. Ew. You've got to know. Anyway, he maintained that he had no contact with the two victims. Um, Whatever. Right? And that he instructed Murray to suppress the videotapes, which clearly demonstrated Bernardo's fucking involvement as well. So, I think this was like, let's make her look bad, but oh shit, wait, wait. It's going to make me look bad, too. Yeah, because I, I murdered and raped people. Um, I was smothering them, choking them with cords and smearing period blood on my face. Yeah. Hmm. Weird. Yeah. So, Murray arranged for John Rosen to take over the defense for Bernardo and applied to the trial judge to be removed from the record for the counsel. Like, all the way for the accused. Like, I don't want to be implicated in any of this. I don't want my fucking name on it. I just want all of my everything fucking erased from this fucking record so I can go away and nobody will know I was ever involved. All right. 
Well, I would say the same fucking thing, too. Yeah. So, he sought advice from the Law Society as to what he should do with the videotapes and was advised to writing... He was advised in writing that he should turn them over to the judge presiding over the Bernardo trial. He attempted to do that, but ultimately the tapes were turned over, well, on the consent of Bernardo's new counsel... They were turned over to John Rosen. So, 12 days after viewing him, he turns them over to the police. Rosen. Yeah. So, he looks at him. He sees these tapes. He watches what they fucking do. Here, take them. He's like, oh, God, Jesus, fuck, take these. Take them away. I, I, I don't... I don't want your life. I don't want your tapes. <laughs> <laughs> fucking for real. Can you even... But could you imagine no what the fuck is on those no and i don't want to me neither like i have an idea of a lot of it but i nope i don't want to watch it uh, no why would the why the fuck would you want to watch that shit i, I don't know no nope 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 <laughs> nope i'm done <laughs> i know you'd be watching it and be like nope. i'm out thumbs on the lock no I'm fucking out of this. These are not the pornos I like. This is what this isn't what I signed up for. So at Bernard, we're making fun of rape videos. We're assholes. No, we're making fun of not wanting to watch them. That's fair because we would not. No fucking way. No, there's no fucking way. So at Bernardo's trial, the videotapes were introduced into evidence by the prosecution. Now Carla Homolka was like vigorously fucking like cross exam uh what do they call it cross-examined yeesh. yeesh now i could not fucking like mouth that word <laughs> so but it was very effective by the defense because the counsel to just to demonstrate that she was not the abused coerced wife that was unwilling to indulge in these like freaky fucking sexual attacks with the victims but by a person who enjoyed like sexually assaulting victims totally came out weird i oh, didn't how, see that coming oh, how did that happen two of the tapes were horrific dis depictions that's a, a word depictions of gross sexual assaults on Leslie Mahaffey and Kristen French, often capturing their tearful pleas of mercy. The tapes demonstrated that Bernardo was a prime culprit in the assaults while Carla assisted in them and in their videotaping. The tapes were circumstantial evidence that Bernardo killed the two girls and hard evidence that he sexually assaulted two others, Tammy Hamulka and Jane Doe. Jane Doe also was a 15-year-old, just so we know, and she's the mm -hmm. one that would come over and they would drug her and have their fun with her and then send her home with the, what she thought was a hangover that came to their wedding, in case you forgot. Also portrayed on the two critical tapes was Carla administering a noxious inhalant to her sister, Tammy Hamulka, and to a woman identified as Jane Doe. While Tammy and Jane were unconscious, Bernardo could be seen sexually assaulting them. The inhalant ultimately led to Tammy's death. On the tapes, Carla could be seen subsequently luxuriating in the death of her sister while Bernardo made love to her in her sister's bed. Ew. Can, can, 
No. I don't want to watch it. I don't like it. The non-critical tapes were the four tapes Wait, showed. Wait, so can we fucking roll back? Yeesh. He fucked her after she was dead? Um... I think that they, they, Carla and Paul banged in the sister's bed. Okay. After she was dead, yes. Okay. That's what I have gotten out of it. Okay. So the non-critical tapes are four tapes showed that showed Carla performing sexual provocative acts, once with a prostitute and once with play acting for the camera during which she made sexually explicit comments. It was later submitted that the critical tapes demonstrated that Carla was guilty of the murder of her sister and all the tapes put put the lie to Carla's statements of, statements to the authorities that she was an abused wife who was under the control of her husband. Yeah, right. I'm sorry, I don't believe that. I'm not, hey, I don't believe that, eh? The tapes, all 12 hours, which were played during Bernardo's trial, could only be seen by the judge, jurors, and members of the council, but the audio was heard throughout the courtroom. Kristen French can be can be heard begging for forgiveness as she is sodomized by Bernardo, and this is, quote, what she said. These are quotes of what was on the tapes. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. You're my master and my boyfriend and the king. Most powerful, said Bernardo. You're most powerful man in the world. Then she asks him, can I go to the bathroom after this? And Bernardo says, fuck you. So that's just a little tidbit of what they get to hear on the tape. This is vaguely reminiscent of um, David Parker Ray. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. Only luckily they didn't have their pre-recorded shit playing. No shock. Similarly... Leslie Mahaffey begs Bernardo to let her go home to see her parents and her younger brother again. Now she's blindfolded. She swears she will never reveal his or Homoko's identity. Hands are bound with rope. She screams and whimpers and she's crying. Oh, please. She's fucking 15 and a virgin. Mm -hmm. Of course she's. As Bernardo apparently fucking hurts her. And we can only imagine how. Yeah, all the ways. All the ways. So, I'm going to get upset. Homolka said to Bernardo, decided that, like, Mahaffey can fucking identify you, and decided that that was when they needed to fucking strangle her with the cord. Jesus. And after about an hour... After the last videotape was taken of her, that's when they wrapped her up and choked the fucking life out of her. Well, and that went on for three days. Mm-hmm. They tortured her for three days. At one point, after giving Mahaffey fucking sleeping pills, before strangling her, Homolka hands her a white teddy bear and tells her, it's okay. It's all right. You'll be all right. It's okay. Okay. In court... Homolka says, I just didn't want her to feel any pain. Well, then stop doing what you're doing. Could you not fucking sodomize, rape, fucking strangle a little girl? Yeah, in case in case you didn't know, Carla, rape hurts. Strangling hurts. Being beaten hurts. 
Being tied up hurts. Fucking saw being sodomized fucking hurts. Yes. Can we fucking not with that shit? Your teddy bear isn't going to make it not hurt. Sorry. Uh, sorry. Sorry about that. that. That's not going to fucking help. So in one sequence, Bernardo could be seen raping a bound French. He's fucking raping this little girl. On tape, he can be heard saying to her, I love you over and over and over again, even though she cries out in pain. At one point, he ordered Homolka to get him a tissue. Get me a couple car. Then he barked, get me a lot. What the fuck are you doing, you idiot? And that's how she is trying to say, oh, look, I'm a battered wife. Although Carla later tried to use these moments to, like, claim that she was the battered wife, I was beaten and abused yeah don't you don't you see it in the tapes yeah so there's this horrifying segment on the tapes where carla is grinning like fucking maliciously while sexually assaulting jane doe other tapes showed homolka in like uh she's so what would be depicted as self-confident happily married woman who loved her husband very much and loved being sexually serviced by female hookers and masturbating on the camera Okay. I can't even imagine watching those tapes. I know it was just like the judge, jury, and whatever, but well, no, I don't want to be any of those people. No, thank no. you. No, fuck no. Well, and now, just so you guys know, we're going to get into some shit about the fireside chat. And it's graphic, just so you know. It's very graphic. Extraordinarily and we graphic. Have the exact quotes from the from this said chat. The fireside chat was videoed three weeks after Tammy Homolka's death, and it was in the Homolka family residence that it was actually recorded. It started in the base in the basement recreation room, and at some point, the filming moved into Tammy's bedroom. Creepy. While they're in the recreation room, Carla's holding Tammy's underwear, taunting Bernardo with it. Um, talking about how she loved it when Paul violated her younger sister and how she wanted to do it again. You can take their virginity. They'll be our children. That's a quote of what Carla says to him. Jesus. Imagining their future victims. When Bernardo asked Carla why she would want to do this, her answer is simple. Because I love you. She also states in the video that she would like to leave a rose at Tammy's gravesite. Fuck okay, you. Okay, that's fucking perverse. Yeah. Like, way way perverse when they were in tammy's bedroom carla got dressed up in tammy's clothing and acted just like her dead sister they eventually had sex on tammy's bed so this transcript comes from uh nick Prawn's book called lethal marriage if you want to go check that book out and we're we're going to be playing who do you want to be um i'll be hamolka okay i'll be paul i'll be paul bernardo I'll talk in my deep voice. All right. Uh, the first scene was in the basement recreation room of the Homolka house. During this, Carla Homolka was on her back laying in front of the fireplace, naked, her legs spread wide apart while she masturbated for the camera, which was positioned a few feet away at about knee level and pointed directly at her vagina. At this point, Bernardo's directing her, telling her she's using the wrong hand. Carla appears happy and under no duress. Bernardo joins her on the floor with drinks, leaving the camera unattended. And this is this is 
Angel portraying Carla Homoka. Okay, can I just, can I, can, I don't, I don't want to say these fucking things out loud. We're going to make it awkward because we are, because we fucking, we're dark. Because so, I'm going to start laughing. And we bring Because I don't want to say this shit out loud. No, and we bring dark humor, so we're going to be very immature about this because okay. we can't. <clears throat> oh, I get so horny when my <laughs> husband is with me. Do you want any more to drink? Sure. A bit more to drink, and then I'll sit back and relax. Here you go. Okay. Let me suck your nipples. This is where Bernardo lifts his drink and gives a toast to the camera. It's tough to be the king. As he, okay, Bernardo's lying on his back. Homolka pulls off his pants and says, Get rid of these. We don't need them. I love you, Snuffles. I loved it when you fucked my little sister, Homolka said to Bernardo, who was laying on his back beside the roaring hearth, moaning softly as she rubbed his penis. I loved it when you fucked Tammy. I loved it when you took her virginity. Hmm. You're the king. That's a good point. I love licking your ass, Paul. I'll bet Tammy would have loved to have licked your ass. I loved it when you put snuffles up her ass. <laughs> <laughs> Do you like watching? I loved watching it. And this is where he's reaching for his drink while she continued to fondle his penis. She did it for several minutes, but he never climaxed. He took a sip from his drink, glancing back... Um, glancing at the back of her head while she worked on him and asked about her thoughts on the night Tammy died. How did you feel? I felt proud. I felt happy. What else? I felt horny. It's my mission in life to make you feel good. This is why I'm going to marry her, he said while he looked at the camera holding up his drink while Homolka continued giving him a blowjob. School to the king. I'm glad you made me lick her cunt. Are you a fully-fledged dyke? No, I am not. You were having sex with your little sister. That was different. It was my little sister, she replied, stroking his penis. <laughs> Don't fucking... <laughs> Sorry. All I could think of was stroking snuffles. <laughs> Fuck me, dude. This is like, oh, this God. is awful. Okay. <clears throat> it's wait. bad enough that we have to fucking say these words out loud. But I know. Like, but that they said them seriously. I know. Ah, oh, shit. All right. <laughs> Love in the family. Do you believe in that concept? You know I had fun doing it. You know I liked it. What did it teach you? Well, we like little girls. I like you to fuck them. If you're going to fuck them, then I'm going to lick them. All the little girls. What age should they be? 13. Why? Because it will make you happy. But why 13? That's a good age. Because why? Because they'll still be virgins. What are you saying? I'm saying I think you should fuck them. Take their virginity. Break their hymens with snuffles. They're all of our children, and I think you should make them all of ours even more. <laughs> I couldn't with break their hymen with snuffles. Oh no! Keep snuffles to your fucking self, sir! And name it something different! 
<laughs> oh my god. Good Jesus. Oh, okay. Sorry, I couldn't with that. <laughs> Dude, I was biting my lip. Oh, fuck. <laughs> okay. You're right. You're absolutely right. That's a good idea. When did you come up with it? Just now. You told me something about it before. Is it because Tammy is gone? It's the closest thing we can get to her. I would think that's part of the reason. But I'm also thinking we should make them ours. Amolka reaches into a bag and pulls out some of Tammy's undergarments. She rubs them over Bernardo's face and body. It's Tammy's, she said, handing him the bra. He smelled it while she began stroking his penis with the underwear before resuming the fellatio. A few minutes later, when she still hadn't re when he still hadn't reached climax, she stopped and continued talking about her dead sister. I want you to rub Tammy's underwear all over your body. It will make you feel so good. I'm so glad you took her virginity, Paul. Do you know that taking Tammy's virginity in July and then you raped her again in December only while I was with you this time? Our little virgins. She loved us. You know, I loved it. I didn't give you my virginity, so I gave you Tammy's. I love you enough to do that, and I wished we had four kids. I love you, Paul. Yes. So you could fuck each one of them. How does the king like that, she said, asking while she's stroking his penis rapidly with her sister's underwear. Yeah. Bernardo, obvious in his pleasures, and Homolka continues for several minutes, but when he never climaxed, she said, I think the king should turn over. And he did as he was instructed. Okay. Because his little slave has some more things to do and say. Bernardo rolled off his back and got down on his hands and knees while Homolka positioned herself behind him. Then when she probed with one hand for his rectum and began licking it and stroking his penis with the other, she did this for several minutes while he moaned in pleasure and called her his little ass licker. When he failed to reach climax, they changed positions yet again. Bernardo laid on his back and he rested his hands behind his head. Homolka then took a long-stemmed rose nearby and dragged it slowly across his chest. It was only until then she rubbed it down his erect penis. You know what we're going to do with this, she asked, and she held up the rose. We're going to take this to Tammy's grave tomorrow and put it there. Why is that? Because this is giving you pleasure. It is touching you in intimate places. Ooh, careful, soft and silky. You loved her. She loved you. You were her favorite, you know. The things you did, you know I loved it. The way you fucked her in, what, 60 seconds? She loved it. You know she did. Your titties are bigger than hers. I know. And they taste better. When Tammy was alive, what did you used to do? You made me lick it. You made me suck it. And now I'm going to do it on my own because I loved it, Paul. I loved everything you did to her. She was our little play toy. And we both loved her so much. Yes, our little virgin, and she loved us. What else? I didn't give you my virginity, so I gave you Tammy's instead. 
I loved you enough to do that. Homolka then talked about another time Bernardo had brought a young girl home and had sex with her in the basement of her parents' house while she watched. You fucked her with this. We did something a few days ago. We raped a little girl down here in my room. You went out and you found her. You got her. You brought her back here to the house. You brought her downstairs. I was shocked. I gave you that. I let you do that because I love you. Because you're the king. She gazed at his penis, tenderly stroking it. You fucked her cunt. You sucked her. She sucks snuffles. She put it in her mouth like this. And after a few more minutes of oral sex with no climax, she continued. You put her on her knees and you fucked her. And I let you do that because I love you. Because you're the king. She rubbed his penis for several more moments before saying, I want you to do it again. When? This summer, because the weather is too bad in the winter, and we can't do it when it's then it's no good. Good. If you want, we can do it 50 more times. We can do it 50 more times. If you want to do it every weekend, we can. Every weekend, whenever we can. Because I love you. Because you're the king. Because you deserve it. Virgin cunts for me. Yeah. Virgins just for me. It'll make me happy going from one cunt to another, from one ass to another. Will you help me get the virgins? Yes, I'll go in the car with you if you want, if you think that's the best. Or I'll stay here and clean up afterwards like I did on Sunday. I'll do everything I can because I want to make you happy, because you're the king. I've got another surprise for you too. There's someone upstairs, someone waiting. Bernardo still hadn't climaxed. Homolka shifted down towards his feet. Ooh, feetsies. She started sucking on his toes, first one foot, then the other. Got to treat the king like a king. Good, and what else? I'm your little cocksucker. My nipples are so hard. I'm your cunt. I'm your slut. I'm your little ass licker. Your little keeper of virgins. It's good to be king. As he looked at the camera and raised his glass again. Well, Homolka licks the soles of his feet. I'm your little cunt-licking slut, she said. The keeper of your virgins. Your little ass-licking whore. And I love you. I want to marry you. Now let's go upstairs and see who we're being visited by tonight. And this is where the scene cuts and goes to Tammy's bedroom. And it's... So the video flashes around to a hand-drawn poster and like kind of like looks around the room here's my baby's room tammy lynn homolka's room footage of tammy's waterbed rag dolls laying on pillows and her closet still full of her clothes think of tammy i'd look at her outside of this window while she was in the pool of course the blind was broken thanks to moi so i could watch her change this girl's too much. My little virgin girl. There's her closet. There's her typewriter. And the mirror she used to change in. And her waterbed. A frame-sized school picture of Tammy and two smaller photos were also to appear on the lens. Like, that were in the room. Okay, there's my baby right there. Focus here. Focus it right. There she is. Another picture of Tammy is also shown. This is my little virgin hair car. I loved her so much. So nice and warm. Hi, Tammy. Bernardo lies on his back and Carla 
from the right side of the camera, dressed in a black blouse and gray skirt, hovers over him, pretending to be Tammy. I'm your little virgin. I'm glad Carla doesn't know about us. She'll never know. Carla continues her dialogue, mimicking Tammy's voice and asking Bernardo if, Car if Carla suspects that he took her virginity. While she performs various sex acts, Bernardo has a bored look on his face, and he's just staring at the ceiling of photos of Tammy. Tell me you love me. I love you, Tammy. He appears to orgasm, and what does he say? Oh, Tammy, I love you. I love you too, Paul. Bernardo gets up and moves the camera without acknowledging Homolka at his feet. As Carla looks past Bernardo in the lens, she smiles and waves at the camera. Okay, can I just tell you how fucking difficult it was to read some of that shit? That's... I, like, I'm seriously fucking sweating with gross... Um, once we got past <clears throat> Snuffles, which I'm never okay. going to get past. All right, listen, I know that we fucking laughed over that, but you would too. Yes. Fucking snuffles. Yes. Snuffles. Who names their dick snuffles? And Dude, who it should be like Power Wand Five Thousand, exactly? Or Thunder Dong or Nimbus Two Thousand. <laughs> it flies right up your vagina. <laughs> fucking Thunder Dong, the baby elephant. Fucking something not fucking snuffles. Jesus Christ. Or like. I, I know that I, I haven't been out around that much, but I've never met a man that names his penis. Fucking Snuffles? Or anything. But Snuffles, no. I could see. Nope. No, no sir. No. I'm sorry. Sorry. I'm sorry about I'm sorry that. About, the, about that. That was fucking dirty, dude. Like, it trying was. to read that in a seductive voice was nope. fucking, like, the worst thing I've ever done in my life. Like, I feel so fucking filthy. Okay, so we're moving past that. That was just some lovely fuckery that we wanted to add into it. Oh, because, you know, you, you guys know we do that to you. Yay. Are, are you glad? Are you glad we did that for you? Are you glad we did that for you? Oh, Paul, are you glad? Ew, fucking ew. So we're going to move on. Can I fool up now? You know, I'm gonna fool up. I'm so glad nobody ever uses the word snuffles in a daily thing, ever. I mean, if you have the snuffles, I am never gonna call it that again because all I'm gonna think of is a dick. Dude, I try. I was laughing my goddamn guts out, and I shouldn't have been. I love it when you put snuffles in her ass. I'm like, oh god, what? You vanilla ice wannabe son of a bitch <laughs> with a dick named Snuffles. <laughs> I need to go home and take a fucking shower. Yeah. You, I feel grimy. You are a nasty, oh nasty... You are a dirty boy. Ew. And who... Okay, I'm not a Snuffles. dirty talker. I like to talk dirty, but I say things like, shove your cock in me and fill me with your cum. And, like, I don't... I'm not, like... You're even more... Um, like, don't don't come at me and be like, I just want to rub my nose on your snuffles. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to lick their cunts. We're cunt lickers. <laughs> I'm your little cunt licker. I'm your little ass licker. What? No, you never go ass No, 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 no. <laughs> what the fuck? Hey, snuffles, do you want me to lick you? <laughs> I fucking cannot with that shit. 
and and there's tapes upon tapes of this kid like i wonder and i don't ever want to know victims take them serious like how are they yeah. like <laughs> that's why i'm going with this i wonder if the other tapes will they have somebody with them because that time it was just them but when they have other people are they talking like that are they ta- like there's like some 13 year old that's oh. like you call your dick snuffles snuffles i fucking hope so snuffles i see you are wrecked do you want to watch me lick her cunt like you know shit like that went down did i have pre-puke slaughter i did too that uh, was a little too far that, was, that you went yeah you took it. I, I went there sometimes my brain goes and my mouth follows and i like, can't stop fuck, it how, how the fuck are you gonna look at somebody and be like stuff your snuffles in <laughs> All I can think of is like a snot rag when they see snuffles. You want my snot rug in your ass? Holy this is weird. <laughs> Shit just got weird. Things I, got exponentially fucking different. I wipe right. my nose with that. I don't want it in your ass. <laughs> Jesus. Sorry. Sorry. Sorry about that. Sorry about Julian? that. Julian? <laughs> Julian. We're snuffles. <laughs> Dude, I was biting my fucking lip trying not to giggle. Can we do a snuffles shirt with like squirt splatters? You sh- it's snuffles. <laughs> it's snuffles squirting. Like a fucking elephant on the fucking side that's like a blood spatter and it just says yeesh. Yeesh. Yeesh snuffles. And he's wearing a fucking collar that says snuffles. Do you want snuffles? Yeesh. <laughs> yeesh. <laughs> oh my God. God damn it, snuffles. Snuffles, why? Why? I don't know. Like, if you're gonna, if you're, dude, if a, if a, a if a man has a cod piece that's worth <laughs> fucking naming, give it a, a mighty name. Not snuffles, snuffles is not the fucking name to give it. No. Like, fucking Ragnar. <laughs> mm. <laughs> fucking Thunderdong. Odin. What what is the one that the incels call the Oh the Chad. The Chad. Like I could see naming your dick Chad. I would name it Scotty. Scotty too hotty. Um I like it. But then Scotty doesn't know. I know, also. that's all I could think of. Scotty doesn't know. <laughs> Scotty doesn't, doesn't know. know. Spencer loves that. Oh man. Oh, I was trying to I what was trying you name, to see uh, like I've named my vagina. What would you name yours? I wouldn't. Mine's Starla because she's a little rascal. We gotta name yours. No, we don't. Maybe we should name it Buckwheat. No, you could be like, I got two pickles. I got two pickles. Got two pickles. Hey, 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 hey! hey, hey. hey. <laughs> I don't want two pickles in there either. No, no. I no. Uh, we'll just name it. Leave it unnamed, like it has been for thirty-seven years. Mm. Jesus Christ! I can't. I can't with snuffles fucking snuffles so let's 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 wrap this up well we have a we have a little bit more we probably should have talked about this before we started talking about snuffles oh god but we're gonna talk about ken murray now mary go yeah right mary ken murray described himself as a well-connected former prosecutor who enjoyed defending just about any accused criminal who walked into a suburban office he said the bernardo case came to him through bernardo's brother and father who were directed to murray by a pair of private detectives he knew murray said that from the day he met his notorious client bernardo 
was all over the map about how he wanted himself defended, yet he's, he was startlingly consistent about admitting to having abducted, confined, and raped the Southern Ontario teenagers. So he was going back admitting to all of them. And that's like what we talked about in the beginning of this episode was that he admitted to some. They went back and, and figured out that it was him. Yeah. And they were able to um, put a close to those cases. But then he was like, what about the other ones that I admitted to? And they didn't have enough evidence. That's kind of like when you talk about like uh, Joseph yeah duncan. edwards uh, duncan oh i'm like did i just make up a name no joseph edward duncan's oh um yes. so he was the same way with those little girls in fucking washington yeah. when he was like yeah i killed them i i raped him i molested him blah 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 and then i killed him but they didn't have the physical evidence to actually convict and that's how it was with this because in that um from the clip that we played earlier they he was asking him what about the other ones that i admitted to did you find those i don't know if we played that part but in the same interview he was asking that he's like did you find the other ones that i admitted to and they're like well no we don't have enough evidence to find that you know like they just kind of skimmed over it because he had confessed to all these other ones also side note in that um interview which is like on YouTube, I just looked up Paul Bernardo and it came up Paul Bernardo police interview. Mm-hmm. And I know exactly what you're talking yeah, about. And he's like, when they said, okay, they, everybody had to identify themselves at the beginning. And he's like, my name is Paul Jason Teal. Remember we talked about that last week, how he got, Ish. they got their names changed. Ish. So that's who he's going by now in his police interviews. I'm, I'm Paul Jason Teal. Yeah, go fuck yourself. No, you're Paul Bernardo fucking child rapist with snuffles <laughs> sorry snuffles sorry because when i hear it i fucking think of sean connery snuffles snuffles so here's a quote from murray he said his position was that the tapes showed him at an all-time low and that he was guilty of most of the offenses he said i'm probably going to jail for the rest of my life but i didn't kill those girls his position was she should have been charged along with me she was the killer in the true sense i did all the stuff i recorded but i didn't commit the ultimate act i'm never getting out of here but she's out he wanted, um, in some sense, to be vindicated. And this, okay. that's what his attorney said about Paul. He said other videotapes had showed Homolka to be a self-confident, happily married woman who loved her husband as much as, as she loved being sexually serviced by female hookers or masturbating for the video camera. And in that interview that we were talking Dude, about... masturbation is not fucking pretty. No, who wants to video themselves doing it? Fuck, no. dude. That's why you do it in your own privacy. Sorry. So, sorry, sorry about, about that. Sorry about that. Dude, I don't fucking... Uh, mm, mm, mm. No. 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 But he wants, he wants her to be convicted of all the things that he did, which rightfully so she did she was there just as much as he was maybe it was his idea maybe she was trying to keep him happy but they both did it together snuffles <laughs> snuffles and she he was just pissed. <laughs> oh god snuffles what if she was like give me some snuffles snuffles <laughs> 
fuck I took it to the nose oh god oh, you've got you, you got a mic to the nose Shack. <laughs> all right all right I'm We're, so sorry going back to Murray he was eventually charged with attempting to obstruct justice for concealing the critical tapes for 17 months. Apparently, the prosecution had no quarrel with Murray's handling of the non-critical tapes. However, it alleged, alleged that the critical tapes constituted incriminating evidence of Bernardo's murders and that the defense had no legal right to conceal their existence. Murray took the position that he was legally entitled to retain the tapes to use at the, trials, the trial in his client's defense. So, Murray testified that when he and two colleagues pulled the videotapes out of the ceiling of the Bernardo home, he had no idea that they would show any evidence of any crimes. Right, liar. Right. What the fuck do you think they're going to be? What do you think they're going to be? Why do people fucking film themselves? That's the fucking thing. I'm like, dude. And there's more than one that filmed themselves. Didn't... Didn't Alcala film himself with that eight-year-old? There's a lot of fucking tape. I can't remember if he filmed himself or if he took pictures, but either way. Like, he took a shit ton of photos. Why? Why? I don't know. I don't either. It's like they know they need help, and so they video so that... I don't know. like, I don't know. Fucking convict me, please. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Um, This is another quote from Murray. We felt this was a bonanza for the defense. We felt that if it was real and that the police had missed it, then they had just hit the gold mine. We didn't know what we had, but we knew it was dramatic. We were excited. We were, I suppose, frightened. We couldn't believe it had been overlooked. It was like finding a lottery ticket without checking the numbers. You know it's going to be good, but you don't know how good. I don't fucking believe this guy. I'm sorry bought that he knows what he had and he oh. knows what it was was going to get his dude convicted oh yeah so he kept it for 17 months because he wanted to see how everything was going to play out before he presented his gold mine whatever dude weeks later that was adorable <laughs> whatever dude whatever dude Weeks later, when he interviewed the contents, wow, whoa, not interviewed at all. Weeks later. Did he fucking interview Snuffles? He interviewed, yeesh. <laughs> yeesh, that is on, dick that's on the like, next page. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> How about weeks later when he viewed the contents, Murray said he was traumatized for life. You don't fucking say, if not by Snuffles alone. What he did with Snuffles was fucking horrible. <laughs> he called the tapes, which feature Carla sodomizing the couple's victims with wine bottles, laughing and directing Bernardo's cock into the victim's orifices. Oh my God. Okay. The most disturbing things he had ever seen. Okay, make that disturbing, and then imagine her calling it Snuffles while directing it in there. Oh my fucking God, because you know what happened. Sorry, that may have been too much, but it's true. Okay, I'm, I'm trying to make this as delicate as possible because I know that what happened is fucking horrifying. Well, we're not discrediting how horrifying it was. We're adding see? to, you know, she did that. You know, she's sitting there calling it snuffles <laughs> and just putting it like guiding it in. Like, what the fuck, man? 
If you're not already completely disgusted by this point of viewing the the tapes, Mr. Murray, now you know that his dick is named Snuffles. Snuffles. So, they were corrosive, is what he testified as. They were horrific. Um, I suppose it was a unique position in which, up to that point... Um, the only person in the world who had looked up to them was each other. Yeah. Yeah. Um, no one was there to watch them. No one was there to witness anything other than their fucking victims. There was nobody that they could speak to about reactions or anything else because it was just them. Yeah. So Murray said that his horror was exacerbated. The fucking word exacerbated. I can't, I can't with that word. I know. That should either. it should be removed. It's it's one of those words. Mm-hmm. Dude, it's like juicy. Oh god. Moist. God. Just fucking take him. Nope. So Murray said his horror was exacerbated by the fact that he had a daughter the same age as some of the victims. There were many <clears throat> excuse me. There were many, many long nights where him and his wife watched Oh God. Jesus fuck. In the courtroom, occasionally closing their eyes. This is not what I want to see. There is not a day that goes by that or now that I don't replay them in my head. And these are coming from the fucking videos that they watched. You had opened Pandora's box, defense counsel. Austin Cooper asked his client. More like Medusa's. And the heads kept growing, Marie replied. God. Okay, after a trial... That continued for seven weeks. Justice Patrick Patrick Gravely characterized the videotapes as being products and instrumentations of the crime. So they were like visualizations of what they had actually done. I can't with that. No. Which were far more potent, hard evidence, quote, finger quote, hard evidence. And they were often mentioned as like the smoking gun. Well, are you fucking kidding? They're putting wine bottles into little girls and she's watching. Okay. See, and this is. All right. To say this out loud, like when you're guiding your husband's member into into a a little girl's anus. Or anywhere. Anywhere. And she's screaming because it hurts like a motherfucker and she's scared. Yeah. Like, how could you watch that and be okay ever? You can't. And it's like, it's like this, like with me where I've always said that I can't watch, I can read about it. And it's horrifying enough when you read about it. Dude, there's, there's no fucking way. There's no fucking way. If you're putting a wine bottle into a little girl, that's fucking horrifying enough. It's If you're guiding somebody's sexual privates. Well, and it's horrifying enough for us to read about it, to talk about it, but then to see it is just, just a no game changer there's no no i'd have fucking killed him on spot yeah like how I'd do you like, not out of it. rage you're done mm-hmm. and the families how do you not out of rage just do anything you can like the one guy 
with that fucking doctor. Mm-hmm. That oh, dumb, Dr. Nassar. Yes. Who, the guy like, who just jumped over the fucking... That would yeah. be me. And yeah. I would make sure everybody around me you don't was to there to run interference so that I can get to that son of a bitch oh, to I kill him. Oh, I would be him. there. I would, I would enlist all the maze boys. Yes, everybody. Like, nope, Your job going. is to get this cop, this cop, this cop. You make me a path. I'm going in. Fuck you. He fucked in. He fucked in. Huh. He fucking hurt my baby. You yep. go. Yep. I'm, I'm going to I'd kill be like, him. I would make that fucking shit happen. Yeah. They should not ever let us in a courtroom. No. Ever. Just write, I'm taking write that my down. Fucking brothers. I'm taking my fucking brothers-in-law. I'm taking my fucking husband. And God fucking forbid you get in the... Here's the fucked up shit. My 5'9 fucking brother will do more damage than my 6'10 fucking Ooh, brother. He's quick and he's scurry. fucking fast. He's not scared. No. He'll and get you before you like ever fucking, saw. He's like a little honey badger, dude. Mm-hmm. I fucking love that man. My brother's We love you, Dave. Uh, love you, Davey. They were dramatic evidence of Bernardo's crimes, and they were not covered by the attorney's client privilege connection mm-hmm. ah yeah so he concluded that although murray had all of this shit perhaps he had the right to retain the tapes for a reasonable time so that he could like view them or test them which i think is fucking gross as fuck yeah but he had no right to conceal them from the trial ultimately bernardo <laughs> ultimately Murray was not found guilty. And because this was a forced, like, Canadian legal issue, they had to take steps to formalize exactly what kinds of evidence are covered under the uh, attorney-client privilege. Damn. Mm -hmm. For Carla Homolka, we'll never know why she did the things she did. Nobody will ever know. It's infuriating and what keeps people digging for more clues because why I, in my opinion, she was so head over heels for him. She was going to do anything she could to keep him happy. And what it sounds like, that's how far she went because it's not like she did shit like that before. Like she wasn't killing and licking cunts before. She wasn't holding her fucking sister fucking hostage right and she was young so she was impressionable and she just wanted to keep her man happy and when you're young and you know there's so many anyway there's so many different things that go through your head when you're young yeah but you can only do so much shit before you have to be like okay i'm a fucked up human being like putting wine bottles into little girls and then guiding a penis into things right so she yeah she knew what she was doing she knew what she was doing was wrong why she went that far to keep a man happy i will never fucking know and i don't think Mm -hmm. anybody ever will and i think that's the man that everybody keeps trying to figure out anyway bernardo was a half animal half sexual deviant deviant that she was trying to keep happy He's paying the price for being who he is. His story is easy to figure out and leaves no holes, which it doesn't. He was fucked up from the beginning. But Carla's motive is a mystery, and now she's free. She's out there with mm-hmm. her husband. She married the her lawyer's brother. They have three children together. But what happens when those children figure out that their mother 
finger quote Leanne Teal Mm-hmm. Is really the most hated female killer is the, in Canada. You know, killed her little sister and multiple little girls, especially on Easter Sunday, and you know, did fucking horrifying sexual things to them. Yeah, and it's not long till her kids find out. Like, from what I gather, from what I figured, her oldest one was born in 2007, I think. Yeah. So her oldest is like 11, and then she's got two more, so her kid's probably around the same age as my kids. Well, it's gonna fucking happen. But It'll be like a Casey Anthony thing. Yeah, the, her kids are gonna figure out what the fuck she did, eventually. Oh, yeah. You oh, can't yeah. go far enough to figure out everybody knows who they are. Dude, the fucking internet has immortalized fucking everybody. Exactly. As far as Bernardo goes... Um, as of February 17th, 2015, he became eligible for day parole, but he decides to postpone the hearing until August of 2017, then postponed it again to October of 2018. So that's this year in October, he will have day parole. Every time the date changes, it puts the victim's families through torture, obviously. Not only are they reminded of what he did, but they are forced to relive the horrific events which composing or while while composing their statements to be presented during his eventual hearing. Cause so they're gonna have to go live through it all again. Every time they have to fucking go to hearing. Like Robin Samso's mom. Yep. Every time. Three how Every many was it? Three times time. that she had to go back through and live through the same thing of her little twelve year old girl. His dangerous offender his finger quote does dangerous offender designation is that schnuffles schnuffles is <laughs> a dangerous offender god they probably oh god no i'm not even gonna finish that thought <laughs> he he is expecting to have the dangerous offender lifted will play a part what? in the per- yeah he thinks it's gonna that his dangerous offender status um, is no, gonna be lifted no you fucking don't but this will play a part in the parole board's decision to decision making process do you just like i want to become independently wealthy so that i can make my husband and his brothers like midnight riders so they can just right? go and fucking take like justice all we have to do is feed them snacks snacks all the cake pops snacks no i'm not kidding like all these people that get out on fucking bullshit d- Dude, there is come no on. reason either one of them like should baby be out. rapers, rapers, fucking murderers, and shit. Like, yeah, there's people mm. in there for selling weed that are in there longer than like she 20 was. Fucking years, yeah, longer oh. than she was for killing three people. For real, come on, man, get off the weed, move to something better. Come like, on, really? How fucking dangerous is marijuana? Like, the most dangerous thing I have ever been is a box of fucking Pop-Tarts. Yeah, like, you need to watch the Oreos real (laughs) close. Like, I I literally... Literally. Literally. (laughs) I literally play fucking Qbert or, like, Mario Brothers and eat fucking junk food. Right. Oh, you need to go to prison for 20 years for that, though. But but this bitch that's killing people can go for 12 and be out and go Bye. have a family. See ya. Fucking no. cunt. No, I'm not okay dun, 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 dun. Big cunt. That's my girl. Anyway, along with psychological assessments and the victim impact statements is what's going to go, you know, in his 
in his trial. Trial. And shit. And Kyle. <laughs> Kyle. And despite the lawyer's demand for transparency, transparency. Whoa, why can't I say that word? Transparency. I keep trying to take out the last N, and it's not working. (laughs) It needs to be there. It's there for a reason. It is not silent. Transparency. Transparency during the process. Bernardo's right to uh, privacy could keep his prison file secret from the public when he does finally make his bid for parole. That's not okay. If I'm understanding this right, I don't like it. They're keeping his prison file secret from from the public so that it can't be used. But like, who doesn't fucking know, though? Yeah. Google, Google is your friend. For his part, Paul has said, quote, She should have been charged along with me. She was the killer. In the true sense, I did all the stuff I recorded, but I didn't commit the ultimate act. I'm never getting out of I did all the... Her. The stuff. Yeah. Like, you don't want to talk about how you fucking raped, sodomized, and fucking brutalized little girls? Yep. Stuff. And All he right. says, I'm okay. never getting out of here, but she's out. Well. Okay, I mean, he does have a point there. I don't think either one of you should have gotten out, so I agree with you. I think you should stay in there, and I don't think that you should be uh, in 23-hour lockup. I think you should be in Gen Pop, but. Oh, Gen Pop. Gen pop for a child rapist. Have fun. Have fun with snuffles there. A toodaloos. Because <laughs> there's a lot bigger snuffles that want to go straight <laughs> up your ass and not in the kind way. The way that you... Mm. Mm. It is not humane. No. Not in a good way. You're going to get a giant snuffle straight up the dry ass. Sir. So... And I feel like she should be in there getting the shit kicked out of her, whatever they do, the girls do. Dude, you know the, okay, so like people are like, what would you do? What would you do? I'm like, I don't know. I think the Vietnamese, Vietnamese. (laughs) It's my favorite when you say that. (laughs) What's the word? Vietnamese. Thank you. <laughs> when they're like, ah, oh, we're gonna shove bamboo under your fucking toenails, or we're gonna pull out your fucking eyelashes, or we're gonna like clamp your fucking nipples and like shit like that. Like, yeah, fuck, go. Right? Or like Sylvia Likens, where they fucking burned her with hot wires. Oh, Ooh, God. We need to do that episode. Huh? I don't want you to watch that movie, though. It'll make you fucking oh, sad. Oh, no, I can't. No, I don't watch well. Anyway. That's the end of Ken and Barbie. That's the end of the cunt, <laughs> the cunt-looking killers. Oh my Ken god! Ken and Barbie, fu- can you fucking not with that? With Snuffles and the cunt looker. Why? Why don't they go by that? Why are they Ken and Barbie? Why isn't it Snuffles and the cunt looker? I that mean, sounds like a really good punk band. <laughs> <laughs> and now give it up for Snuffles and the cunt killer. Yeah, the cunt looker. I said cunt killer. Don't kill the cunts. Lick them. so anyway reminder come meet us august 3rd or august 3rd in salt lake or august 9th through the 13th in nolens if you want to follow us on social media you can find us at color me dead podcast on twitter color me dead pod on instagram and color me dead podcast on facebook and color me dead group also on podcast (laughs) 
Facebook. That too. Oh, shit. <laughs> if you want to follow me on Instagram, it's gory underscore Nikki. Or on Twitter, it's at Entune. I still suck at Twitter, so I don't go on there very much. I get so I overwhelmed. Either. I don't. It's a lot. I freak, I don't like. I can't keep up with it. I don't know how, but I'm there. Show me your boobs. Yeah, on Twitter. No, right now. Oh, those are nice. How about don't name your dick Snuffles and stay out of chalk lines. Goodbye. <laughs> it's so fucking awful. Oh, we're funny.